This is Julie. This is Jenna. And we, we are the JJ Twins. We're actually just sisters. So it's just a nickname. Welcome, Welcome. everyone. We're happy to be here. First of all, we want to thank our sponsors. Shout out Opinion Clothing, Minnesota made, designed, distributed, and use code JJ for an extra 15% off. Made, created, and sold locally. What, what? We love that. Better Edge Sports, a place where you can legally bet on all sports with your friends, with your family, with your enemies, with anyone you want, including the 10K team. Who doesn't love that? All right, you guys. So... Should we get into should we get into a weekend recap? Should we get into the Let's Vanderpump? Get in like it. where like, do we start? Okay. What did we do this weekend? Well, um I did uh, adventurous outdoor stuff. I am now a snow bunny. Look at you. I went snowmobiling for like a full weekend. Uh crashed a snowmobile, so now I'm officially a snowmobiler. I feel like there should be like a word for that. Like someone that crashes <laughs> whatever they're um whatever they're on. You're a professional now. Maybe I'm a professional. Yeah. Outdoor stuff, you name it, I can do it. No problem. We had quite the St. Patrick's Day, like, didn't we? We really did. And first of all, who, like, St. Patrick's Day, it's like a double whammy holiday. Like, I'm kind of getting confused. Is it the weekend before that we celebrate or is it the weekend after? I'll can, tell you. Can everyone just decide? <laughs> right now, no one knows, and we're all thriving because of it. It's amazing. Yes. We can celebrate twice because nobody really knows. I spent the weekend with the fam up at the cabin. It was beautiful. Yeah. Jenna did. Shout out to the Cross Lake Parade. That was amazing. I was in the BLA, the Brainerd Lakes area, not too far. Finally got some green beer. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Was that hard to nail down? Oh, my gosh. I had a greenie at Ernie's. And if you haven't had, you must have. They do like two shots of vodka. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Triple sec and then uh, crystal light. So it is just amazing. Can't go. I got up there and someone's like, it's just like a sugar packet. I'm like, a sugar packet? And they're like, well, like one of those crystal light things. I'm like, okay, pause for a second. Big difference. (laughs) Crystal light and a sugar packet. I mean, we're not talking Splenda here. I know. I was like, (laughs) what? Imagine if like that's what a drink was. Like, no, listen, it's just like Sprite vodka and a Splenda. Drink it up. I know. I was like, like that would be I was like, is this diabetes in a drink? Like, what is happening? But it was a Crystal Light. So, um, but it, very, very good. Very good. Okay. So should we jump into the Vanderpump stuff? Or well, what's our vibe? Let's talk about um, OBX and Benedict's. Okay. A couple things we tried, guys. Outer Banks season three. How do we feel about it? Insane. Everyone needs to partake. It's not a choice. It's not a choice. If you have a Netflix subscription, it's mandated because it's amazing. Mandated because it's so good. You need to do it. It's incredible. It's like a season like you would just not even believe the things that happen. And that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I could, but I won't. So is it your favorite season? Yes. There it is. Hands down my favorite season. That is props to, like, the whole producing, directing, cast, and everybody that, like, typically I feel like a season three is, like, a fall-off season. You know what I mean? For, like, a show. And they just elevated it. It's giving me season two of Gossip Girl vibes. 1,000%. Yes. Like, 
quality wise. And if you don't know the reference, look it up. Please watch Gossip Girl. It's a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Benedicts. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. You know, um, speechless were the words I used after <laughs> after brunch. <laughs> it's ama- it's amazing. If you haven't been to Benedict's for brunch, don't walk, run, because it's amazing. I do wish we tried the mimosas. That's for next time. So I had the fresh squeezed grapefruit juice, and fresh it was awesome. Squeezed. Fresh squeezed. And then um, the mini donuts, just don't, just say yes. When your waiter comes yes. up and they're like, let's try and get these these three women to spend more money mini donuts. Done. I was like, I thought they were free. <laughs> I'm like, there's no brainer. <laughs> the mini donuts are so electric that they come with their own sugar. And their own fudge. For you to pour on top. Yeah. And your own fudge. It's kind of so, a do-it-yourself donut experience. Yes. It's literally donuts your way. And it's amazing. I feel like that doesn't even make it sound like as good as oh it gosh, is. But it's it so good. Like the outside was like kind of like a crunchy and then you opened it and the steam came out and then I poured Ooh. more cinnamon on it and then doused it in the fudge and it was just like a whole experience. Incredible. Okay. Red flags, green flags. They push your physical boundaries even in simple ways. Red flag. I would agree. <laughs> Can't get my Likes Pepsi over Coke. Total red flag. What What is wrong with you? Why would you want Pepsi over Coke? For a second, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, I don't know. I can't get my phone like, to sit that straight. That would just be so weird. Like, if you're ordering in a restaurant, it makes sense that they say like, oh, we only have Pepsi, then that's fine. You don't I have any other I low-key hate choice. it when they only have Pepsi and they don't tell you and you ask for Diet Coke. I was blindly getting Diet Pepsi at Maynard's a whole summer <laughs> before someone told me that they don't have Coke products. You really were. I know. And I was like, I would have freaking gotten water. My gosh, people. I think it's fine. I think it's fine if you're at a restaurant and then someone orders Diet Coke and they're like, oh, we just have Pepsi. That's fine. Yeah, that's normal. You know, you don't have any other options. But if like you're on a road trip and brother stops the gas station and gets a legitimate Pepsi, reevaluate. Reevaluate is not the man for you. I picture a Pepsi drinker as like <laughs> he's just not. He's not the man. I for just you. picture it as like the, you know the you know lady going out for a eight a.m. cigarette with her diet Pepsi. <gasps> Those are the kind of people I picture drinking Pepsi. Why and is a cigarette associated with Pepsi all the time? I don't I know. know exactly please, someone elaborate, about. please. And I associate Diet Coke with polar bears and family happiness and. Oh, yeah. Like you know? Coca-Cola. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I couldn't imagine that being associated with a cigarette. <laughs> no, no, but Pepsi, I'm concerned if you're not smoking a cigarette while drinking it. I mean, really? What's happening? Go full send. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, They're in the same stage as li- of life as you are. I think that's a green flag. I really like this. And I feel like what's nice is you don't feel like you're pushing anything or holding anything back. So I think a lot of times when they're not in the same stage of life as you, you're either holding back how much you're putting into the relationship or the connection between the two of you, or you feel like it's the opposite and you have to explain your like future boundaries all the time to try to let them know, like to try to remind them where you are. Well, I kind of think it's like a point of connection. Like if you're not at the same stage of life, what are you connecting on? You know? Exactly. You know? Um, Okay competitive i like this personally because i'm not competitive so i kind of think it's fun um and i like to encourage people and i think competitive people like that change of being encouraged rather than like challenged yeah i mean i think it's a green flag as long as they're not overly competitive where it's like 
oh, what should we watch? First one to make a decision, you know, gets to choose, you know? Yeah, no, like, that's you know like what I mean? Like, crazy. When it's like everyday <laughs> life, but when it's like healthy competition, like, ooh, you know, I, I bet I could do this. It's like, but you can't, you know, that's kind of fun. But yeah. I hate like the Chad's Brad's who are like, ooh, ooh, we got this, you know? Yeah, no. I don't like the type of guys if like you lose in beer pong and then they're mad at you. No, that, that's that I a don't red like. flag. That is weird. So competition to the point where they take it out on you is a red flag. That is weird. However, healthy competition I think is normal. Yeah, where it's inspiring, like, fun, you know, banter. Right. Um. Okay, they have... And oh. I also think... Sorry, sidebar, sorry. When someone's a little bit competitive, I think it means they care. Like, I think they have, like, an underlying care for things. Like, they... They probably, if they care about a stupid, silly, fun competition to some degree, they probably care about how they carry themselves in public, how they were making you feel. Like I kind of translate it as a, a skill, like something that's like a transferable trait. Absolutely. Um, they have a hard time making time for you. Red flag. What is consuming their time? I would agree. I think this is a red flag. And I think that in this day and age like making time for people is not hard we're constantly talking to people we're constantly making plans with people like if you can't make time for people what are you doing and i also think um you know i think there's a subconscious to it like if you're not able to make time for someone do you really want to make time for them facts because when i want to make time for something i make time for it when i don't it's harder absolutely okay Mentions their Myers-Briggs type in their dating profile or on a date or in person. Okay. I'm so glad you mentioned this. This is such a red flag. It's not even (laughs) real. First of all, those people are emotionally unintelligent because that test proves nothing. Exactly. It just proves how good you are at taking a test. That's why it was made in the 1950s because it's all they were doing is telling people how to take tests. And I just want to confirm this Myers-Briggs one. That's the INTJS whatever. Everybody knows what it is. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, and it is total BS. Like it's not, like I said, it really just measures how good you are at taking a test rather than what's actually factual about you. It'll say, okay, out of these five answers, which one is you? Well, odds are you don't fit into either of them, either category. So yeah. you're really just compromising on who you are and trying to pick the best answers. You're not really actually answering the well, questions. Also, too, just hang out with each other and figure out what kind of type of personality. Yeah, like, absolutely. How did else? You, I mean, you need to know if your personalities drive by just being there. Um, constant breadcrumber. Red flag. Breadcrumbs are red flags. They're control. And they just want to have a piece of you at all times. Totally. And I just feel like men, and men especially, I don't know if women do this, but men, like, we're aware. Like, we get it. Like, we know you're breadcrumbing. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not getting away with it anymore. And so women like, do it, too. Doing it. It's not just men. Women do it, too. I kind of picture it as, like, there's, like, a fishing line attached to a person they're running away and they finally get far enough <gasps> away and all of a sudden the fishing line like pulls on them and it's like and then that person's like oh i still gotta mm-hmm. pull on them and like i kind of view it as that like it kind of creeps me out creeps me out too okay laughs at their own jokes i love that i laugh at my own jokes all the time i think it means they're funny i know i was yeah i think it's a green play <laughs> if you don't think your joke is funny how do you expect anyone else to think it's funny that's exactly. my own philosophy and people used to make fun of me for laughing at my own jokes in school and I, the, once I grew up, I was like, that was so normal. Like, obviously, I'm going to laugh because I think it's funny. For real. Also, laughing is contagious. So, like, get with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if your joke's half funny, just br- bust out. Just exactly. bust out. It's your fall guy. It's your fall guy. Um, my last one is they enjoy compromising. 
I think that's a green flag. I think it is too. As long as they're not compromising themselves for you. No, I think it's more of like, you want this restaurant, I want that one, let's go to both. And I think that what's nice about enjoying compromising is you don't have any um, like forms of, what am I saying when like someone resents you for something? Resentment, yeah. <laughs> those like hard feelings. That's what I was yeah. trying to talk about. And I feel like it's nice when you don't have those and you can just actively compromise. And I think it's sweet. It's endearing. Yeah, I think it's healthy. Okay, so my last one still has stuff from their ex. Like, what do you mean by stuff? Like emotional hangups or like items in their home? Um. Oh, good question. Let's unpack either. Yeah. All right. Yeah, items in into- their home, red flag. Okay. Super red flag. Why do you still have a picture from the time you went to the state fair two years ago? It's freaking weird. Yes. It okay. also shows you don't have space for someone or haven't made space. Yes. And it shows your emotional capacity that you still have too. That too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think having stuff is exceptionally weird. Let's break down the stuff thing first. What do you think about having their stuff? I think it's a red flag. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. are you holding on to? And then emotionally, I would say like they have to emotionally reference their ex every time you like hang out. I think that's weird. Yeah. De- well, definitely because then they're thinking about it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Jenna has this really good rule called the six month rule. And we have had requests to unpack it. So, Jenna, why don't you unpack the six-month rule? Yeah, I would love to. Um, Okay, so the six-month rule, I think, is a rule that a lot of people forget in dating or they don't know they can do it. They don't know it's a possibility. A lot of times you date for a couple months. You know, let's imagine that you are 25 plus and you're dating for a couple months and you feel like it's now time to experience living together. So you feel like you either have to um, kind of connect your finances and decide on a place or you have to decide to break up. A lot of people think it's one or the other. I believe in the six-month rule that you decide on either his place or your place, whichever one is probably better or has more space. Mm-hmm. Um, And then you do not conjoin finances. You do not give up your living space, but you then coexist and cohabitate in that one living space for six months and then you reconvene and then it's like you have solid evidence of yes we're going to be good living together partners Mm -hmm. or no it turns out we're probably not going to be and we will suffer nothing from it and we can just part ways and the best part of this is you're not held to something because you guys have a lease together so like i feel like a lot of times let's say you're cohabitating for six months and you find out it's trash well you're like well shoot we have a year-long lease like we can't break our lease like what do we do so i think a lot of people stay together longer than they normally would for the convenience yeah Yeah. for the convenience for you know the fact that it would be a lot harder to separate and you know when you have your own space so let's say you decide to cohabitate and whatever uh, you know aspect you keep your own lease so that way you have a fallback you don't feel like it's just, it's a freedom that you need to give yourself. So if everyone, anyone on here listening is thinking of cohabitating, keep your space. Don't give it up yet until you're sure and give it some time and don't feel guilty having, you know, that six months of, you know, maybe perhaps two leases, just live as if you were living before, but just together, separately together. Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of people don't know they can do this. And so I yeah. think it's a good option for us all to be aware of. 
and listeners too, like we understand the fears you might have moving in with our boyfriend. Like our friend was just talking about what's going to happen, what's going to change. You know, like you have all those feelings. And this way you can just enjoy what is possibly going to bloom from this? I feel like it gives you Without space. Without giving up that, that freedom of the fallback. Because, you know. Right. It gives you space to expand on, like, the positive outcomes rather than when you're giving up something, you feel like you have nothing but the negative outcomes to experience. Yeah, and you know, lose and a sense of independence. Exactly. Which is really attractive in any relationship to have your own independence. And, you know, there it's just to create an option for yourself. It's for both parties, you know. Whenever you're doing something like that and establishing your boundaries, you say, you know, it's for me and it's for you. It's not just for you, you know? 100%. Okay, should we get into some sports? Yeah. Go for it, Jen. All right. Carl Anthony Towns showed why his presence in the Wolves lineup is so important and why fans took to social media to say the team is better off without him. He peddled a nonsense narrative. This is something that I love. I think more basketball players... There's something about basketball player drama. Like when you shut it down, regardless of when it's like, obviously it's not ever positive, but when you shut it down right away, it doesn't have any legs. And I think more basketball players need to do this the way he did that. I feel like a lot of times in the basketball community, drama just can flourish. Well, it kind of takes a, a, you know, life of its own for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Adam Thielen will play home games outside of Minnesota for the first time in his life next fall. Thielen, who turns 34 in August, agreed to sign with Carolina on Sunday night. The team announced giving the Panthers coach Frank (laughs) 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 Frank Reek a veteran target for the eventual number one overall pick this year's draft. Thielen agreed to a three-year deal worth $25 million with $14 million fully guaranteed, according to a league source. So the Vikings released Thielen earlier this month after the team and the 11-year veteran could not agree on a restructured contract. The Vikings sought salary cap space, gaining $6.4 million with his release. And Thielen had made his desires known as he wanted to be a larger part of the weekly game plans, a source said this month. So those differences led to a split, which we're all kind of sad about. I mean, it's kind of hard. I felt like he was a huge staple on the team. Huge part of the team. Um, But I think, you know, he's excited to go to Carolina and, you know, he will continue his career there. We'll miss him. We'll miss him. But we increased our salary cap. So, hey. There you go. Um, The Twins fall to the Blue Jays and send six starters to minor league camp. The Twins starter Tyler Mal. Gave up all three runs in a rough outing. Elliot Sato had three of Minnesota's four hits. Ooh. Okay. So I have Aaron Rodgers drama. Ooh. We love a little <laughs> Aaron Rodgers Basically, New York drama. Jets and the Packers have yet to strike a deal involving Aaron Rodgers. And after the four-time MVP revealed his intentions to play for the Gang Green in 2023, while the NFL world awaits any movement in the deal, former Philadelphia Eagles team president Joe Banner told the New York Post on Saturday that the Jets have leverage in negotiation. For me, the Jets can wait without any risk or consequence, Banner told the papers. The Packers, by waiting, risk that for some reason the Jets would not be interested and then they have no one to trade with, which really ruins their team for two, probably three years. Banner believes that the Packers are in a tough predicament, cannot take Rodgers back, even if they tried. And that is why he said New York should not offer a first-round pick for him. So, yikes. Aaron Rodgers has kind of got it coming for him. He does. Um, Raiders signed former Vikings cornerback Duke Shelley 
Free agent cornerback Duke Shelley has played in Chicago and Minnesota. He signed with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I believe it was last Thursday. We're excited to see what comes. Awesome. Yeah. So um, my alma mater did not make it to the Frozen Four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> UND. Um, St. Cloud State won the NCHC championship. The U of M is also going to the Frozen Four. And this year it will be in Tampa again. So the four teams going into the Frozen Four are Minnesota, Boston University, Michigan State, and Quinnipiac. We'll be on the edge of our seats. Can't wait. All right, we're ready to pop some culture. Let's pop it. Let's pop it. So 26 years after Brandy's Cinderella premiered, I feel really old, um, the princess and her prince are coming back. This time you can refer to Prince Charming by his new royal title, King. Brandy and Paolo Montalban will reprise their Cinderella roles in the upcoming original movie of the Descendants franchise, Descendants, The Rise Mm. of the Red. I love these movies. And now I can't wait to love them even more because we literally, we grew up on that Brandy Cinderella movie. We did. Movie. We did. That, that was, was like one, one of, of our favorites. Best. I mean, it still is an incredible movie. Like, unstoppable, mm-hmm. amazing, lights out. I cannot wait to see what they do with the Descendants franchise. And like, I don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to have a daughter? Are they going to have a son? Like, because in the Descendants, every famous... Um, either like villain or princess or whatever has a child and then they live oh out gosh. their life. So it's like, are we going to meet Cind- like Brandy Cinderella's daughter? Like that would be awesome. Yeah. Like it's going to be epic. I'm excited. Okay. So Jamie Lee Curtis wins best supporting actress at 64 in the Oscars. Um, so I, Oh kind my of, gosh, I know, this is amazing. Right? We love her. She kind of totally, she kind of embraced her age and her career and said, what haven't I done? And it's not like she intentionally was like, I want to win an Oscars, but you know, she just continued on her career as if she had no limitations, which we love that. Um, and I found this article when I was looking up, you know, just information about her and she married her husband after seeing him in a magazine. So here's the story. I saw this. I know. Isn't it cute? Yeah. I married Chris five months after seeing his picture in Rolling Stones. Curtis told an interview in a magazine. She said she laid out, she said out to her friend, oh, I'm going to marry that guy. And her friend goes, oh, I know him. And he's with your agency. I tried to get him in a movie. So Jamie Lee called the agent, left her number, and Chris never called her. And then she ran into him at a restaurant. She went up to him. (laughs) She goes, he was sitting about 10 feet away. And he looked at me, kind of nodded. I made a gesture like, Hi, I'm the one who called you. (laughs) I was sitting with Melanie Griffith and Stephen Bauer, and I looked down at my plate and whispered, oh my God, I called this guy and he never called me back, and there he is. At that moment, Chris got up to leave. He shrugged his shoulders and basically waved goodbye. Not a word was exchanged. (laughs) So awkward. He did call her the next day, and from that moment on, he kept her, her number, and that was June 28th, 1984, and she married him four months after December 18th. Oh, my gosh. 1980-something. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Okay, so this is big news. I don't know how we really feel about this. Nicki Minaj will produce and star in an ABC family sitcom based on her life. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, was she not a stripper? For like- <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Um, yeah, and to begin production this winter in Queens... I'm sorry. I just okay, like wait. also Cardi B. Like, when is she gonna show up? Like, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. Okay, who is? So you know what? that Cardi B 
met Nicki Minaj. Like, they legit, like, were friends. Wasn't the movie that J-Lo was in, like, Pumps? Or what was it? Uh, yeah, like, something like that. What was it? Posture? No. What are people that, like, um, when you... You know what I'm talking about? What was that movie J-Lo was in? And they were... Yes, I know what you're talking about. That was based off Cardi B's life. Okay, so, so now, now this Nicki is Minaj gonna be based is doing off, her own Cardi B yeah. version. Okay, well, it's just like I'm pretty sure Nicki Minaj was like an affluent stripper before a rapper. So it's like, how is that gonna look on ABC Family? <laughs> I don't know if we thought this one through. This is a very woke one here, yeah. folks. Yikes! Might be okay. questionably not okay, too. Okay, what is that J Lo movie though? Fact check that. Um, okay, on other news, the Kardashians are coming out with season three of the Kardashians. Um, so they are going to make it clear they have a few rumors. Hustlers. Hustlers, yes. Okay, that is not Sorry. even... I was thinking of, you know, when you like, let's say, um, we used to do it when we played pool. You act like you're really bad and then you play someone and you're really good at it. Hustle them. Oh, I was thinking hustle. Yeah. Like, okay. okay. Anyways, um, so the Kardashians are coming back with season three of the Kardashians basically to dispute rumors that are out and kind of go into more of their unrelatable life, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Who even watched the Kardashians? Like, I mean, I know I didn't. I love to see all their stuff and I love to hear all their drama, but I do not need to watch their show. It just seems like an irrelevant time waste at this point. They're just so unrelatable. It's just, I'm not interested anymore. Like, it was fun to watch Travis and her get married and, like, do that kind of stuff. Yeah. That was interesting. Love the fashion, all that. But now it's kind of just, like, died down. Yeah, I'm over it. All right. So Amanda Bynes will likely spend an extended period of time getting the psychiatric care she needs. Oh, wow. Long overdue. Um. Well, we've learned more about the days leading up to her walking naked through the L.A. streets. Okay. Um, I believe this happened last week. I missed that. Sources close to Amanda... Tell oh, us wow. that they're still putting the pieces together, but at this point, they believe she could have been living on the streets for several days. Oh my gosh, wait. So Amanda Bynes was living on the streets walking naked? Last week. She on drugs? We're told that Amanda's car was towed on March 15th in Long Beach, California, oh about 40 miles from her home and 25 miles from downtown LA, where she popped up Sunday. This would have been a couple days ago from Long Beach. The sources believe Amanda hitchhiked hitchhiked can you imagine just picking up or took public transport to get around she was first spotted in hollywood on march 18th and she appeared not like she appeared okay and then a week later she started to appear out of it that's what they say but was still clothed so when did the clothes come off at (laughs) at one point we're told that amanda got a ride to beverly hills from a stranger but then asked to return to hollywood Amanda. Okay, I'm just gonna. Are you like, okay? Just take a pause. You're not. Like, this is this not, is not no, normal. No. no. Can you imagine being that PR agent? Like, okay, let's. Like, great, Amanda. <laughs> go. Okay, real good. Real awesome. good. Let's figure this one out. Okay. Imagine the um, one giving the message. Right, I to swear, eat. she's not on. She's all right. Listen, you know, we're gonna hold her in psychiatrics. You may have making seen sure she doesn't leave yep. the room. You may have seen <laughs> her walking naked the streets, but I swear she's doing great. She's really on the up this and up. week. Way better. <laughs> way better. Her hitchhiker took her up to the hills. She's you know on what? the up and up. She's They're friends now. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I can't. Imagine. I can't. No, this oh, my is, gosh. This that is like bears. And I just am ready. Like who's the her Lindsay Lohan remake? OK. Happening. Yeah. Like Lindsay is now expecting a child. She has a beautiful husband. 
beautiful career. Lindsay, we are so here for she her. She was on Hallmark movies. Oh, I mean, she's we, amazing. I mean, she's amazing. When when are Amanda, we done with the relapses, Amanda? And we're ready for a refresh. Was, do you remember that like weird character she played in the Amanda Bynes show? And she's like, all right. That was the real Amanda. Yeah, that's the Amanda <laughs> we see now. And we need to see the Amanda we saw Let's on see, like, yeah. she's the man. Yeah. Okay. We need she's the man, Amanda. Yeah. We're okay. here for you. And just get better. Please. Please. Okay. Should we go into overrated, underrated? No, I have a final. Oh my culture. gosh. Thank you for just popping it hot today. Yep. So this is pretty hilarious. Um, when I picture this, I picture like a couple is having a bachelor date and a mountain lion just interrupts. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mountain lion attacked a couple relaxing in a hot tub oh my gosh. on vacation in Colorado. No. Yes. So wildlife officials warned neighbors in Shafi County, Colorado to be vigilant after the attack. A mountain lion attacked a man as he relaxed in the hot tub at a rental property oh, in that's what this county too. of Colorado. <laughs> um, Cash cow. So it says that the man and his wife had been sitting in an all in an in-ground hot tub when he felt something grab his head. <gasps> yeah, like this is real life. Grab his head. He and his wife had been screaming and splashing water at the animal, oh trying God. to get it away. That's also when you get up and you just like walk Run. away. Yeah. Just like walk, get inside, and then call the wildlife people. Don't splash it off and be like, we can at least enjoy the rest of this hot tub. No. 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 There's now a mountain lion that also wants to get in the hot tub. You are screwed. This is time where you walk away. Yep. Um. Now... Uh, the victim's wife grabbed a flashlight and shined it at the animal, which they identified as a mountain lion. Also, let's maybe not be in the hot tub, like, when it's pitch dark, when there's mountain lions around. I mean, they're just trying to have a romantic night, you know? Okay. Well, think about <laughs> the animals. Um, <laughs> They wanted it on their action. Hey. And they said that the light and commotion startled the animal, which retreated back as the two continued yelling at it, and then it eventually moved to the top of a hill but they still had to get the wildlife people to get the lion before it attacked another couple the next day oh my gosh wow that is i also scary. just wish like the bachelor could have been filming and this happened on that because they have so many hot tub dates that would have just been electric that would have been okay so i know we kind of broached on the vanderpump but i do have the full drama laid out please lay it out for us okay so let's get into it here's the nitty-gritty so, um, Adria- Ariana, um, so Tom's fiance, found out Sandoval, so Tom, had been cheating on her on March 1st when, according to People, she was at a venue watching uh, her Bo's band perform. And Tom, Sandoval. Oh, cool. I didn't and- know he was a band. Cool. Yeah. So, Tom and Raquel were seen smooching. No, they were, they were watching, I don't know, her Bo's band. Okay. Um, so they were smooching. Um, okay. Tom and Raquel. Yeah, I'm just going to start over on this one. Okay. So Ariana found out Tom Sandoval had been cheating on her on March 1st when, according to People, she was at a venue watching her Bose band perform. Sandoval and Raquel slash Rachel were seen smooching. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before, Ariana found a racy, of, racy video of them on her boyfriend's phone, which would be Tom. <gasps> she then found their history of inappropriate texts. At that point, the cat was miles, miles out of bay. So Raquel slash Rachel and Shay, meanwhile, appeared on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live that same night. 
And Raquel defended recent decisions to kiss Tom Swartz, Tom Sandoval's business partner. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and his best friend. And Raquel said she was previously leaked to Schwartz after Schwartz split from Maloney, which is Katie, after Maloney called off their engagement uh, to Kennedy to unpack that last sentence at your leisure. So that is just kind of confusing. Um, anyways, so uh, March 3rd, the couple's relationship was dead, dead, dead. And Ariana <laughs> had reportedly planned to spend the rest of her life with Tom Sandoval as they were engaged and living together. They had been for seven years and they'd been together for nine years. Um, Tom and Katie, the other Tom, also had similar timelines. So both Toms are going through massive breakups, one a divorce, one an end of engagement. Okay, so they say that Tom was sleeping with Ariana and she was completely blindsided by this devastating, doesn't even scratch the surface as to how she feels. Tom posted a note on his Instagram on March 4th asking people to please leave Tom Schwartz and his friends and family out of the kerfuffle noting that Schwartz specifically only found out about this very recently and most definitely did not condone his actions. Tom Sandoval said he would be taking a hiatus out of respect to the employees and partners at the lounge. Obviously. Yeah, hiatus um, of your bodily functions as well, Tom. Please. Three days later, Tom Sandoval posted a formal apology to Ariana and quote, quote, everyone I've hurt throughout the process, he said he acted in a way that clashes with who and how he wants to be, would continue to reflect and work on himself. Great PR work from his agent, I must say. And then he also says, my love for Ariana was stronger than any camera would ever have captured. I wish things happened in a different order and our relationship was not severely tarnished. That it ended with some of the respect that it began with and he owed her better. Yeah, you did. Um, Ariana is currently off of Instagram. I did try and find her Instagram. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, uh, sidebar, as we talk about the PR agents, Raquel slash Rachel's, she has the same PR agent. This is, uh, I saw this on a TikTok as, uh, <laughs> Erica, um, Erica Jane. And I, we all know Erica Jane went through some stuff with Tom Girardi. Uh-huh. Her PR agent stuck with her because, you know, they could clean up the mess. Raquel's, however, did not. <gasps> she was dropped. No. I saw it on TikTok. So quote them. So when it is so So, bad that someone with an active legal scandal where people have died. Okay. I don't know if we know about that. Yeah. But like they have because of the money that was stolen and they kept her instead of her. Okay. Because it's more coverable. I think that there, I just want to say, I think there's a lot more to this. We don't know. I, I got that sense the whole time. A lot of politics. Yeah. Um, so Raquel posted an apology on that same day to Ariana. My, this day is March 7th, by the way. My friends <laughs> and the fans so invested in our relationships. There is no excuse. I'm not a victim and I must own my actions. I deeply regret hurting Ariana. She said she wants to make steps to make a healthier choices. And she also defended herself a bit, writing, although I choose to be in a reality show, accepting the good and bad that comes with it beyond my own actions, I've been physically assaulted, lost friendships, received death threats and hate emails in addition to having to hold my privacy, to having had my privacy violated. Oh, well, maybe you shouldn't sleep with other people's fiancés. (laughs) (laughs) She also filed for a restraining order. (laughs) This is just crazy, you guys, um, against another cast member. 
Do we know the cast member? Um, it was Shay. And so then uh, she also posted another Instagram. I need to take care of my health, work on my self-growth, oh take gosh, time to be over okay. over your Instagrams. These Instagrams have become love letters to the public. We literally okay? don't care. Um, she needs to be okay with being alone. Yes, you do. Duh. You currently just kissed both Toms in a span of six months. She is tr- a walking train wreck. She is walking like, train wreck. Who am I? I have no identity, but it's found in Tom. Just kidding. <laughs> Seriously. Um, they also, how stupid are the Toms? Like, I don't know, both right? go along with it. Like, what? You see through it. it's going to you know make she you is. look bad. Like, their investment in Raquel and what they've given her, like, that spotlight well, just makes them look horrible. Also, Tom Sandoval helped um, Raquel's ex-boyfriend propose to her <gasps> at Rachella in season nine. They coasted a fake, like, a fake Rachella, like, Rachel Coachella. What? And her boyfriend at the time proposed to her i hate the toms and so um right they're obviously their engagement fell through i haven't finished season nine oh i don't know if it's in gosh. season nine or season 10 but um yes so you know the whole time i was watching that i was like oh my gosh is this because he's secretly in love with her was the fair happening then who knows wow um okay so uh the an attorney told shit uh the times that shayana shay who rachel has their restraining order um against never punched her the supposed dark markings around her. punching involved? That was the restraining order. Around her left eye have been there for months. And um, the statement referred to Raquel as a known liar and cheat. So. Oh, my gosh. Stay tuned, everyone. Um, this next season of Vanderpump. And so here's my hot take. You know, I think that this is all just so we can watch Vanderpump. Because no one really ever watched it to begin with. I agree. They only ever watched it because they saw Lisa on Housewives. And they maybe want to cross over. But no one really wants to watch people work at a restaurant. I mean, we no. go to restaurants. We see it all the time. You eat at one. You kind of, you know, it's just what it if is. If you've worked at one, you know what it's really like. Why yeah. would you do that? You know. So I think it's just a ploy to get us all to watch Vanderpump. Regardless, I'm kind of invested. But it is just a train wreck. Yeah. I mean, we're not above it. We'll get sucked in. We love drama. I mean, hello. Okay, we ready for some underrated, overrated? Yes. Okay, first one, makeup-free selfies. These are, like, really sweeping the nation. I think they're underrated. I love them. I believe underrated as well. Let's throw the filters out the window. Let's do it. Our whole high school had a, like, makeup-free day. I loved it. Yeah. Um, Okay, my first one, Oscars. I think it's overrated. I think all, like, Academy Awards are overrated. I kind of do, too, because they're super fixed. I love the fashion. I do. I do. But... Other oh my gosh! That, overrated. Do you hear the Kardashians were uninvited to the Met Gala? Yeah, we'll explore that next time. So okay. Um, spring break trips underrated. Everyone needs to get away. I agree. Okay, my next one, Pepsi. <laughs> so overrated. So overrated. Um, spring rain showers. Well, currently they've all been snow showers, so (laughs) we're waiting for the rain. I will take a rain shower as long as it means it won't freeze. I would love it, too. I feel like that's when we start to filter into like rainy days instead of icy days. I'm excited for that. I am super excited for that. Um, My next one is Vanderpump. Um, I want to say it's justified because it's equally as overrated and underrated as it should be. Without the drama, I would say overrated. With the current drama, justified. Because I'm into it now. You know, mm-hmm. I'm invested. I watched part of a season, read all the TikToks, you know. All right, folks. That's all I have. Do you have it's been else? real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. We'll see you next time.